0: Hey, friends, and welcome to the Johnson City Living Podcast, where we talk about the people, places, events, and flavors that make Johnson City, Tennessee a lovely place to live. I'm your host, Leighton Hart, and we've got a good one for you today. Let me ask you this. Has there ever been a time in your life when you felt really stressed out about your finances? If you're like any normal, living, breathing person, you certainly have. In fact, financial stress is a chronic condition for many people, and it impacts their work life and their home life. Well, one local organization is doing everything in its power to coach people out of their financial struggles, and they're doing it in a really unique way. I don't want to give away too much in this introduction, but the Appalachian Opportunity Fund is changing the way people all across East Tennessee handle their money, and their only motive is to help people get ahead. I'm really excited for you to hear from Adam Taylor and Abraham McIntyre from Appalachian Opportunity Fund today on the Johnson City Living Podcast. Adam Taylor and Abraham McIntyre are here from the Appalachian Opportunity Fund. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Thanks for having us. Really excited about being here.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Layton. Yeah. I didn't know if it would ever happen if I would <coughs> get an invite, but uh,
0: <laughs> it's uh, it's it's an it's an in demand thing. I tell people we're in the top five podcasts that are strictly <coughs> about Johnson City, Tennessee, and um, and really happy to be here. So. Uh, welcome, and it's really great to have you here. We want to kind of dive into the work that Appalachian Opportunity Fund does because it's providing, in my opinion at least, a much-needed service to uh, individuals and families and employees and, and working people here in uh, eastern Tennessee. And uh, so, Adam, I'm just going to have you just give us uh, an introduction to what your organization is and what you do.
2: Yeah, uh, we are foundationally a financial coaching organization, Um, and we, our clients are like many people in America, um, experiencing financial stress or intent on reaching their financial goals. Um, we, at AOF, we know that financial stress is a big deal in America right now. Um, and so we're passionate about serving those who are struggling with financial stress. Yeah. And, and
0: you all put this together before COVID ever hit, right? Yes. And so uh, financial stress was a thing, has always been a thing for, for American families, unfortunately. Um, and then so there's the need and you're addressing the need. And then all of a sudden a, a pandemic hits and unemployment shoots up and there's there's all this more strain. So, uh, so I can definitely see the the need for, for what you're doing.
2: Yeah, it's it's sad to say that COVID has been good for our business, I mean, in a sense, but it it's unfortunate. And it's just one of many factors that are um, increasing the amount of financial stress people are having. I mean, student debt, raising insurance premiums, COVID, you yeah. name it, it just is, it's not getting any better. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I don't think it's hard to imagine for, for many of our listeners, you know, what financial stress feels like Um, each of us faces it to different degrees, but, but tell me about, uh, since you, you, you all have some research available on, on, on how it impacts us in the workforce. And so tell me about how
2: our financial stress shows up, you know, when we're at work. Um, an employee who experiences financial stress is going to be less productive, less engaged, and you're probably going to see higher turnover. Hmm. Um, Employees report that finances cause, finance is the number one cause of stress in the workforce more than relationships, work, and health concerns combined. Wow. Um, and if you add the fact that finances are the leading cause of divorce in America, um, it's, a, it's a serious thing that I don't think enough of us are addressing on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are the
0: what are the common problems that, that or or issues, stressors that, that
2: people have? Yeah, so um, in AOF's opinion and experience. A lot of it has to do with life events um, and living at the margins. Mm -hmm. So 44% of Americans don't have $400 as an emergency savings. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I would suggest that even in East Tennessee, that number is higher. That percentage of people without emergency savings is even higher. So car breaks down, major medical event, um, divorce. There is a wide range of things, loss of employment. There's a wide range of things that um, can happen as a life event that causes major financial stress. Um, Not to mention, all of us are experiencing, like I mentioned before, higher student debt than ever before, higher insurance premiums. And then where do you turn to to get the best guidance? I'll say the second most common reason why people are struggling is it's a relationship thing. Mm. Um, Not many of us had parents. Or churches or school teachers teach us how to manage finances Um, and so we are really intentional about our relationships with our clients and that's that's what we think is the fruit of our success or that is our success uh, because we are first and foremost about relationships
0: yeah and that, that's such a great point point. one thing I, I noticed in your in your materials on your website is is you mentioned that you just you come from a place of non-judgment right so it's and it's very easy in this world to uh to either make somebody feel ashamed of decisions they've made or patterns that they're in or whatever um which doesn't necessarily help mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so, so talk about what that means to, to sit down with somebody and, and help them and work with them in a, in a non-judgmental way.
2: Yeah, um, and we founded this organization um, in large part due to our own experience. Mm. And one easy way not to be judgmental is having gone through something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in my personal experience, in my personal life, I've had a wide range of income, a wide range of mistakes, and a wide range of successes financially yeah um, and that helps us sit without judgment um, and intentionally wanting to serve the other um, that's really about back to the relationship piece because we're so intent on serving the other there's no space for judgment when you're when you're really putting the other person's needs ahead of what your own thoughts or opinions are yeah um, if that makes sense
0: yeah you mentioned too also that that so many of us don't have a a parent or a community to kind of help show us the ropes Mm -hmm. uh and 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 i know if i don't feel confident in the way i'm handling something then it's going to be really hard for me to to teach it to somebody else is that something you you've noticed or experienced abraham
1: yeah and i think a big a big part of that is as you kind of mentioned and what adam mentioned earlier is about this Basically, having a safety net, yeah. and so many people don't have a safety net, and that could be, again, from growing up um, not really having that foundational um, safety net and the education and the support, um, and but then also into your you know as a grown up and as an adult and with kids, and um, so as you're living, you know, we talk about the working poor, or um, United Way has come up with uh, Alice, uh, which is an acronym for. Asset limited, income constrained, and employed. Yeah. So these are persons who are working, sometimes multiple jobs, but are just barely making it basics. You know, paying for the basics, um, but any you know, no extras. And um, you know, Adam talked about some traumatic experiences, um, divorce, some major things. Um, but what we don't realize is sometimes a flat tire, running over a nail, um, right, coming home from work or whatever, and you get a flat tire. Um, and you don't have that extra 200 bucks to go get your tire fixed, um, for the next day, um, to be able to go to work. And now all of a sudden, you know, now you've missed one or two days from work and that can be a traumatic thing. So just a single nail on your way home from work can totally derail, um, you know, kind of your normal life and, and your finances and everything. So that's really where, um, again, kind of goes back to the, the no judgment piece, be like, look, we're all in this together. And um, I just happen to have had a a very good security net, safety net uh, that has caught me quite a few times, you know? And so now to be able to use our experiences and the resources that we're able to garner around from us and to be able to serve uh, people that are living on the margins and and above um, is a really a a great privilege for us.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. I I did, we had, um, we had, Kristen, when uh, when she was here running the United Way, she's moved on to another position now. But Kristen came in, and we were talking about this concept of of Alice families, asset limit, asset limited income constrained and employed, which who among us has not felt asset limited income constrained at some point in our in our development in our career? I think we've all been there in one in one way or another. Uh, but the numbers are are surprising here in our corner of the world. I think it was—I think their statistic might be 53 yep. mm-hmm. percent. In Johnson City, yep. Okay. So In our,
1: in our sweet little town of Johnson City, uh, yeah, 53 percent are either considered Alice or uh, below the poverty level.
0: So that means if you—I if you th- mean, think, I'm, I'm a visual guy. So if we mm-hmm. get an auditorium full of people together, back in the days when you could do that, uh, 100 people in a room, you know, the person to your left or to your right— if it's not you that's struggling, the person to, the, to your left or, or to your right is—is is, like you said, it's one flat tire away, mm-hmm. one nail, mm-hmm. one misplaced nail away. It's not from, your fault from disaster, right? <laughs> right. Um, I just, just, I just, I think that's such a powerful number, and
2: I think, uh, yeah, just it is. And I, I'll add also that, you know, the options are limited in our community mm-hmm. for that 53% to get the services that they need to take care of their own finances. Um you have to have a specific style of numbers. You have to have a specific kind of credit score, a specific net worth, um, a debt to income ish- debt to income ratio to be able to walk into a credit union or a bank locally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot there are a lot less options when you don't have the relationships when you're going through something serious. We have many clients that have been through a life event um, that has been pretty traumatic besides mentally financially um, and then they go seeking services at a bank or a credit union or they go reaching out to churches and and they still don't find an answer yeah. um, and it can be really hard so oftentimes this those same people end up with what we call predatory lenders. Mm-hmm. And these are high interest lenders. Yeah. And um, I would encourage anyone listening to this podcast, if they're driving down Market Street or they go over to Elizabethan or drive down in Bristol, any main thoroughfare, if you start counting the Cash Express, the title lenders, the finance companies, you're going to find that the reputable organizations like an Eastman Credit Union are outnumbered probably 10 to 1. Yeah. in fact, on Main Street, I think the last time I counted, it was like 9 to 3 or, or 12 to 3. And then in Elizabethan, it was like 22 to 4. Wow. 22 predatory-style finance companies yeah. of a wide variety to a bank or a credit union. Yeah. Um, so where do you turn? How do you turn there? Yeah. Um, and if if you didn't already know, predatory lenders um, can charge up to 459% interest in Tennessee legally. Yeah. Um, And there are more predatory lenders than there are Walmarts and McDonald's times two. Oh, my gosh. So that speaks a little bit to our local, you know, financial stress is an epidemic in America. Yeah. But then in East Tennessee, we have our own little thing going on here, um, which is scary. Yeah. Um, And we want to work and we're all in this together, like Mm -hmm. Abe said, Abraham said. So um, that's why we're really intent on trying to find people that are finally financially stressed. And where do you find them best? At their workplace, yeah, um, yeah, and so that's why we're consistently looking for caring employers um, and people who recognize this issue within their employee group and can bring us on to provide our service.
0: I think that's a great segue because because the way you approach helping people is is unique. It's, you know it's there's sort of a retail model in the sense that somebody can approach you directly, correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then also, uh, you make your services available to, Big groups of people by partnering with employers. Yep. Right. Walk right. me through that, Abraham.
1: Yeah. So we've got basically two models. So we have the the more, as you said, the business model, and so we can work with a local um, a local business, local corporation, who would um, basically hire uh, Appalachian Opportunity Fund to come on and provide free coaching for their employees. Um, and this would be basically a benefit for their employees, um, similar to health insurance, or it's a free benefit for them. And um, and so that allows kind of goes back to um, Adam's thought earlier about then that allows that employer to kind of take a little bit of control over their turnover and productivity because mm-hmm. um, if you have a, a healthier employee, you have better production, yeah. better work work uh, space and workforce. And so um, so that's one way to do that. We've got some great local um, uh, partners here: uh, Bojangles, uh, NFI, UPM up in Bristol. Mm-hmm. So um, and so very excited about about those partners, um, with the, you know, though they, they act more as our customers and then their employees are our clients. Yeah. And so we're able to serve them directly. We go to Bojangles and, um, sit with them after they uh, like during a break or before or after work. And very, again, very personal, very relationship based, very, you know, this just emphasizes our coaching, um, style and relationship based coaching style. Our other, the other side of the, the kind of the table is working with local nonprofits and working with, um, kind of a, a wide variety of funding sources. So through private funding sources, grants, um, we actually were just, uh, awarded a grant through the East Tennessee foundation and the Washington County community foundation. Um, they partnered to provide a two-year grant for us, um, to, to empower our local nonprofits. So we're working with six local nonprofits, uh, LXI, uh, family promise coalition for kids, um, rise up, the river and family promise. that twice. I think that's six. Um, and so able to work with their provide our services um, over the next two years and hopefully beyond that um, to provide our services for their staff, their volunteers, and then the families that are um, that are using and utilizing those those six programs. Oh, yeah, um, which is just an incredible opportunity for us and for all the, actually, you know, um, again, talking about kind of those 53% yeah. of our Johnson city brothers and sisters, um, in that realm. Uh, and then also, um, partnering with United way, um, through a direct response through COVID, mm-hmm. um, uh, response funding. And so, um, certain people will, um, kind of in their service area, will be able to, to, um, qualify for, um, for COVID response funds yeah. as well. And so we can, I mean, that's pretty much just a, a direct, um, support, um, of people who are, it's kind of funny people who are affected by COVID it's like, Oh, you mean everybody, like everyone. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so it's a pretty wide open, uh, SWAT there.
0: Yeah. And okay. So if I'm an employee at one of these, at one of your, one of your partners, um, and I'm told there's this benefit I'm hoping this is a confidential relationship that I have with this coach that's coming in. So, so, because, you know, I I don't know that I'd want my stuff getting back to the, to, to the people I work for. Is that, is that how it's set up? Absolutely. Yeah. It's
1: all confidential. Um, There's a big piece of this. I mean, we, you know, politics and church and religion and and finances and, uh, you know, some personal things in your life. Those are not fun things to, to share with strangers, um, obviously. And so we, we pursue a lot of our, uh, customers or our clients. Um, and so being, but also just being available to them and, and go again, going into the, um, the cafeterias and going into the restaurants and being, being present, you know, and, and seeing that, oh, this is a person that I can trust. And so we really build the trust equity and, and that, can go. We kind of we try to find the person within the organization, um, and that does that usually is not the CEO or somebody. It's usually a a, a manager or somebody um, somebody that's been there for 18 years. And it's like everybody knows Joe, yeah. and so let me build relationship with Joe, and and build that one. You know, we've got one um, one of our clients is the. Um, uh, the security guard. So everybody passes this, yeah. the same security guard every day and it's high, hi, you know, and so there's that trust equity building there. And so then we, we are hopeful that that organically will then spread as well, because there's people two and three levels away from, from Joe, yeah. um, who would not trust us by any means. Um, but, but they know, they know Joe, they yeah. trust Joe. And so they can, uh, they heard Joe's story. Um, you know, Joe was, had this much debt and, you know, I knew that Joe was like really struggling with his life in these different ways, but man, I've seen something different in Joe the past few months. And it's kind of like, Hey, what's, what's different about him? And then he, and then he gets to share his stories. And then that's a really, I mean, it's a really simple, just like, Hey, call, call one of our coaches up and then that relationship starts to build. And, um, we start very, very simply, um, Hey, our, you know, tell me, you know, let's look at your financial goals. Where, where are you at right? Like kind of where are you at right now financially? Where do you want to get to? That's the most, that's the most important part. Let's get to where you want to be, where you need to be. Um, and then let's start with simple things like bring in your check stubs, bring in, I need to see, we need, our coaches need to see these three things, bring those in. And then we build, we build on that. And that, that also just kind of says like, who's serious in this or not, you know, I mean, we will serve anyone, um, but we also want you to be serious about this as well, and yeah. really dig in. And um, our coaches are, will not back down from a challenge, and are all in, um, and they want you to be an all in as well.
0: I love it. One one thing that that we we talked about before we started was that it, it's hard to find advice like this or or care like this that that doesn't have an agenda attached to it. Mm-hmm. So there's not a there's not a product sale involved in this. There's not some kind of you know, consolidate some other, some other thing kind of hiding behind, um, the veil of, 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 of helping people who need help. Um, so that I think that's, that's very cool what you do. Um, how did, how did all this get like, this is y'all are relatively new. You've, you've been doing this for a while, but, um, tell me about the kind of the origin and the growth
2: track of all this. Yeah. Um, so we spun off from a credit union mm-hmm. in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some unique life events that happened then. Um, and so we were able to spin off from that credit union. We had been doing financial coaching. And when we were doing financial coaching at the credit union, we saw great impact. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, we want to individualize our service and provide such service and our agenda. It's so much fun letting our clients know that our agenda is impact. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, I don't have to sell anything. Yeah. I don't have to convince you of anything. Literally, it's just impact. Yeah. So what's best for you. And that means we have to be so ultra creative and we have to be so ultra individualized and customized for that human being. Yeah. And we're not going to put them in a box. What we try to do is to try to understand their box and then work within their box. Yeah. Um, so that's a lot of fun. But we, we saw in two, 2019, um, we realized we are having such great impact for years with financial coaching that we had to continue this service. Um, and so we started in 2019 when we started building our team and there was three of us who were clearly all passionate about serving others and had a lot of financial experience and background and had saw the fruit of our labor. Yeah. Um, and so we just hit the ground running um aaron duffy and i co-founded it with adam dixon back in early 2019 and it we're starting to grow and we started to grow in 2019 we targeted employers to provide our service um, one thing we've maintained throughout the entire thing is we want all our clients to get our service for free. Mm-hmm. There are other financial coaching services in the country. Um, we know a well-known one that charges $175 for an hour of coaching. Yeah. So we are really intent in providing our service for free. But what that means is we have to rely on others. So in 2019, um, we spent a lot of time trying to figure out who who in the community cares about what we care about might have passion about personal finances, um, and then might have a way to get access to means so that this service can continue. Yeah. Um, and so, in 2019 into 2020, we had great results in 2019. Um, in fact, so in 2019, just for some of our results in 2019, our average credit score increase. We measure all our yeah. work that we do. So, average credit score increase was 70 points. Um, we paid off. $79,000, over $79,000 of delinquent debt yeah. um, with our clients, obviously. And then we paid off predatory debt or high interest debt of t- over $22,000. Um, and so we and do let that-
1: be, I'm going to stop you yeah. right there. When he says we, mm-hmm. he means our clients. Right. So this is not we, like AOF did not pay this off. Yeah. <clears throat> AOF's coaches empowered our clients to yeah. reconfigure budgets. Yeah to make it happen on their side and they paid that off so this is incredible this is going from like i can't breathe yeah as a client our clients can't breathe to all right let's 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 take a break all right let's let's get this little win and let's catch a breath let's let's get another breath and keep going and so i mean the impact numbers are that's one thing that really drew me to this organization um was their their drive and now our drive for impact and then also the data that supports that and so it's an incredible way to to look at this and you know and and they <coughs> excuse me you know um there's a lot of of organizations that it's just like hey we're doing we're doing great things yeah. and you're like yeah in theory i understand what you're doing and i think you're I do think you're doing good things, but like, can you show me this? Or it's like, yeah, we have qualitative and quantitative data that both that shows that. I mean, the stories that our coaches can tell are absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, But beyond that, it's like, oh, and you paid off $80,000 worth of debt. And our coaches talked to a a predatory lending credit union or creditor who said I was going to, you know, come take your house. And it's like, no, 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 no. You're actually only going to take $5,000 of this $15,000 worth right. debt and you're going to like it. Right. And it's like, well, I, and it's like, no, that's what we're doing. Yeah. And so to have an advocate, our coaches are true advocates for our clients yeah. and it is incredible to see that and um you know, to have the right people on, on the bus, on the right seats. Yeah. Um You've got, uh, you know, Adam and Oren and our coaches who um, will go toe to toe with these, creditors who normally are just throwing their weight around and yeah. saying, we're coming to take your car and we're all about intimidation going to jail, and and to be lie. able to have, yeah. to have somebody say, Nope, no, you're not. And this is, this is the game we're going to play. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this is my client. And then, and but we've even had clients who have actually, um, Adam has a great story, but basically Adam was talking to a creditor, uh, got pulled over uh, by the cops while on the phone. Um, and then our client, took over the conversation <laughs> and and negotiated her own debt consolidation and like got off the phone, and Adam was like, "What? I'm am sur- really sorry. What happened?" He was, she was like, "Oh, I got it taken care of."
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> so, she, so she, <laughs> that that client uh, did better negotiation practices than I was even able to do, um, and was able to take off twenty thousand dollars of oh an old gosh. debt. Save yeah. twenty thousand. So these are real. I mean, these are yeah. real numbers, right? Yeah. This
1: yeah. is not just like jokey, like oh, I saved ten bucks. It's yeah. like no, twenty thousand dollars worth of debt. She now has her own company. Um, and is doing great. Has amazing savings, yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, you know, div- divorcee has four kids. Um, just incredible, yeah. you know. So just really amazing stories um, yeah. across across the really the tri cities. Yeah,
2: yeah. So we we target impact, um, and because we're we're solely focused, and we're all on the same page. We all are passionate about serving others. Every p- person on our team is passionate about serving others. And then we use, we have impact as our North star. And then we have a wide variety of creativity and tools to allow us to get to that impact. Yeah. One of our favorite things, one of our favorite tools is our financial freedom fund. It's a guaranteeing of a loan. Okay. Um, So we are willing to risk our own capital um, for those clients who have engaged with us and have gone through our proprietary underwriting process. Yeah. Which is way different than any bank or credit union. Now, we will put credit score and debt to income and those kind of things, but they weigh, way less. What we're really after is people motivated and um, are ready to move and change some financial behaviors. Um, Again, we're not in the you should do this business. So we don't use those words. If you want to do it, we're here for you. Yeah. And if you don't, that's okay, too. Yeah. Um, there's a season for everyone. I know I've made so many financial mistakes in my past. Um, and it was the most freeing thing to, to finally decide to change my own behavior. Yeah. And it's been the best thing I've ever done for yeah. myself and my family, therefore. Yeah. Um, so that Financial Freedom Fund, how that works is we have a partnership with a local credit union. Um, and if you've engaged in coaching... We will put our cash up, secure a loan for you at that credit union, uh, which is 3.2% interest right now. Um, And that will help you get away from those predatory lenders. That'll help you pay the real estate taxes that you haven't paid in two years. Um, That'll help you get out of that medical debt with the creditors and judgments being placed and wages being garnished and things of that nature. We've used it for a wide variety of things. Oftentimes it's to help you get... Um, a safe and affordable vehicle Yeah, yeah. Um, because that's a major issue. The buy here, pay here is locally. Um, there's some interesting deals out there. Yeah. A lot of my clients are in cars worth three grand, but by the end of that loan, they're going to pay 12, 13, $14,000. Yep. Um, and so we're going to use our financial freedom fund uh, loan or guarantee to, to help you get out of that and into a better situation, yeah. which is going to be safer and more much more affordable. <clears throat> I know for
0: so many for so many people, it, it it can feel like we're we're in this spot where if we could just hit pause for just one second, if we could just mm. hit pause, then we could take stock of, of where we are and and start to to help ourselves. And it sounds like that's a little bit of what that that makes possible for people is, if I could just get out from under this, whatever lender for just a second, then I could I could make the progress that I need. So that's yeah. that's fantastic. Tell uh, me tell me what y'all. What do y'all need right now? You know, you, you've grown so much. What's what's next for you? What will take you to the your, your next level?
1: Yeah, our greatest need is really is more coaches, hmm. and so more senior level coaches, and the funding obviously to pay for that. Um, but really, what that means is an investment by um, <clears throat> by our local community to say, man, these this crew is really doing great stuff, not only for. Um, I mean, obviously, very specifically for the clients that we're serving, um, but really for this community. And we believe that the the rising tide, you know, rises, raises all boats. And so we want to be a part of that catalyst. And so um, we're. Again, we're just a couple years old um, and our, capa- our coaching capacity is getting, we're getting pretty tight. Mm-hmm. And so um, we've really seen some pretty amazing growth, um, again, through COVID that we didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Obviously nobody did, um, but it has given us an opportunity to serve more families, which has then put a strain on our coaches. And so really that's our next big, our next big investment in the community. Um, and so we would love to have other people come involved, uh, come beside us um, and invest in in AOF in a way that we can support coaches. Um, and then that will support directly support our clients. Um, so that's a big, a big piece of it. Also to go back to the financial freedom fund, um, that is an amazing way for people to, it's, it's one of those, the gift that keeps on giving, Mm -hmm. um, you know, market street media could, could donate a thousand bucks in, in 2020. Um, and we'll obviously keep telling you the stories, the impact of that, but by, you know, 2025, I mean, that could literally be a $50,000 gift yeah. um, because it's just a recurring, once our families and clients pay that that $1,000, if they get our average loan out of the Triple F is uh, $2,500. Okay. And so, um, but that money, that 2,500 goes out, uh, we secure it, um, they pay it off. It comes right back to us yep. and we get to use that over again. And so, um, and that just continues over. We've had,
2: can I do a bragging moment? Well, I was going to, I was going to do it, but if right, you want to do it, no, go no, for please. It. no,
1: no, no, I'll <laughs> brag on our coaches. Um, we, and well, really brag on our, our clients and the system that we have set up. Um, we have, we've never had a late payment.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: So I would love if this was a, a live call-in show or if somebody wants to actually we, somebody can live uh, chat us right now. Yeah. If you can tell me another financial institution that has not had a late payment, um, I would love to hear who that is. And we can, we can high five each other, uh, not a competition, yeah. but that, but that goes to show how personally um, involved and that our coaches are with our clients and we're right there beside them and we are not, you know, Again, it's the impact is our North Star, and we want this to be to the, be the best. And that's our, that's, that is our agenda, yeah. is, is to mm-hmm. get people, to help people breathe financially, get you to your financial goals. And so um, really investing in our, in our coaching staff and that growing coaching yeah. staff and and donations and – I say donations, but it really is an investment in our community yeah. um, to be able to invest in the, the Financial Freedom Fund.
0: I love it. It's, um, you know, going to the gym, if, if you're in a class – you have a coach at the front or you have a personal trainer. Mm. Like you can you can get weights and do it at home. There's a there's a power in having somebody just walk beside or stand right there beside you and go, All right, I need you to do twelve of these right now. Or, you know, you're doing great, just stick with it a little bit longer. There's something about just having that like you said, you started off by talking about relationships—just having a relationship with somebody that can produce results—that's that's more than one plus one
2: equals two. That's such a good analogy. I mean, think about—I hear my, I have clients all the time that have said their friends or Google has told them to max out their credit card mm-hmm. because that's going to help their credit score. Mm-hmm. Like, so a coach can just be, the, um, let's try to do it differently, right? Um, you know, keeping <laughs> your balance well under thirty percent making sure you pay it off 100% every month, mm-hmm. that's going to help your credit score tremendously. Yeah. Um, and I, look, I, I go to the gym and I need that coach. <laughs> I mean, I'm lifting like A and the coach is like, ah, eh, just try B. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I get less injured by doing that. Right. So, you know, besides trusting Google for videos of working out plans, which I've tried to do, right. doesn't work for me <laughs> personally. It's just so helpful to have a person yeah, and then you know customer service these days when you call into any organization the prompt l- by the time you've gotten through prompts your stress level is already increased for sure and then to trust the customer service level on the other side of the phone it's really limited yeah um, so the value of having someone you can call text email um, and ask for a meeting or whatever just a quick question about finances yeah. is immeasurably valuable I think um, to be able to get the impact that we've seen yeah Totally agree. Abraham McIntyre,
0: Adam Taylor from Appalachian Opportunity Fund, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. You're awesome. Ladies.
1: Thanks for telling yep. the stories.
0: Johnson City Living is recorded at Market Street Media in downtown Johnson City. From their beautiful studio in downtown Johnson City, Market Street Media makes it insanely easy to start a podcast. You don't have to fool with equipment or technology. You can walk in, record, and then get up and leave. It's that easy. They can even live stream your podcast on video to grab an even bigger audience. Look them up. MarketStreet.media online. That's MarketStreet.media.